0: Welcome everyone to the IRA Access session to learn about all things about IRA Access. So, let's kick off by uh, giving out the star code because you may be getting some credit for this session. So, the star code is F is in Frank, four C is in Charlie, five A is in Apple. So, any.
1: Okay. If you're getting continuing education credits, so there's some folks that come to ACB that are TBIs or they're in OM or some other field where they're getting CEUs. So we're just going to do a starting code and an ending code for those folks in case there's some of them here. Does that make sense? Thank you. Oh, we have two mates. Marty, do you want to introduce yourself?
0: My name is Marty Watts. I'm a director of sales at IRA, and I'm proud to say I've been with the company for two years, got to see some amazing things, and just really excited to be here at ACB for my first time ever.
1: So. Woohoo, welcome, Marty. My name is Amy Bernal, and I lead our experience team at IRA. Um, and I think this is my third ACB convention, maybe my fourth, but definitely my third. I'm seeing a lot of familiar faces in the room, and I'm gonna be Marty's partner in crime in the session today. So, whatever he tells me to do, I'm gonna do it.
0: Noted. So let's start. Can we have everyone who's ever talked to an IRA agent clap your hands?
1: Woo! Okay. Pretty healthy part right. of the group, yeah.
0: So for those who haven't talked to an IRA agent ever, we would like to give you a white rose, and that white rose you'll bring to the IRA booth. You'll hand it to one of our booth attendees, one of our one of our specialists. Uh, and they'll go through the process of helping you download and install the IRA app to register as a guest to be able to use it for free here all week at convention.
1: And you'll get a free giveaway, goody.
0: So we have some prizes as well, too, that you get to pick from. So I, w- I want to hand out those roses right now. Who,
1: who is, is there we- anyone who has not talked yeah. to an IRA agent yet, ever? All right, you can raise your hand or clap. I'm seeing hands raised, so I'm giving you some roses. And folks in the back. Anyone else? Suman, I don't believe it. Guess what? Suman is our founder and president, and he loves roses. There you go, my dear. Awesome. What's next, Marty?
0: So, those of you who have used Ira in an Ira access location, could you please clap your hands?
1: And I'm going to help you after a
0: question. Someone from the audience, are you willing to, to, to help tell others what an IRA ac- access location is? You if you're a
1: volunteer, you can clap or raise your hand and I will bring you a mic to tell the story. I see Maureen in the front row. Maureen, tell us what is IRA access at a location?
0: It means it's free. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start there now that we have the
1: attention. Perfect. Once it's free, can you tell me an example of something you've done at an access location? I went to Walgreens recently.
0: And what was so interesting that I never knew before is that at the end of each aisle, you get the category of what is in that aisle. And an agent told me that. And I went into one aisle, I don't remember toiletries or whatever, and I found out how many choices I had. I never knew that there were 12 brands. I always walked in with a list, you know, I need uh, Q-tips or whatever. This time, I was able to go in and say, geez, I don't know which one I want. That never happened before.
2: And that was my experience with Walgreens. We also have a lot of airports that are helped getting involved, too. Awesome. Thanks,
1: Maureen. So some of you who have not tried IRA yet may understand what to do at Walgreens, but maybe you don't really understand what an IRA agent is. So I think the easiest way to explain is to just call one through our app and we can have an agent tell us a little bit about what's around. Where's my phone? Oh, right here. Thank you. Perfect. So the question from the audience is, how do you call an IRA agent? So for those of you that received a white rose, afterwards, we'll all stop by and make sure if you want any help downloading the app and that we're here to help you do that. But the first thing you have to do is go to the app store. And if you say, I don't, oh, you've got the app. Okay, perfect. So once you have the app downloaded, and you can go to Google Play or iOS App Store, and, and download it, it's going to ask you um, to create an account by giving your phone number. You did that. So once you enter your phone number, you get a text, and that text is sending you four-digit verification code, That's just to make sure you're not a robot. So once you do that you put that in, then it's going to ask. Uh, oh, I called Joshua. Calling
3: this is Joshua
1: what would you like to do today one second Joshua I'm finishing telling them about the app and how to call you and then we'll talk a little in a second okay? okay so once you put in the code there'll be a banner that says you know search and apply a free offer and so you click that banner and that's where you discover the different access offers and the one here is the ACB trial so sounds like maybe something was weird and we'll um, check in with you guys after to see how we can get that free offer started. Oh, there's no phone number. So once you launch the app, here, Josh, I'm going to hang up on you and then I'm going to call you right back, okay? Bye. Okay, so I'm going to describe the IRA app and I'm going to hold my phone up, which is probably pointless because it's going to be very tiny and far away. But I'm going to use it to describe. So, when I have the app open, there's a bar that says search and apply a free offer. And then, directly below that, in the very center of the screen, is a blue circle that has a white image of a telephone and it says call Ira. And if you're using VoiceOver, you'll hear call Ira. Call Ira for free. And you'll click on that.
4: So you may want, you may you may want to find the phone tab first, and then if you swap right, you will see the free offer free offer applied. And then swap right again, then you'll see uh IRA call for Call Ira for free from phone button. Okay, yeah. Free offer and using phone.
5: Free offer call Ira for free, from phone, button. Start call with a message for free, from phone, button.
1: Do you have an order to by the way? Because we don't have the class. So, anyways, you're gonna hear call Ira for free. And once you do that, and you swipe and double tap, um, and for those of you that don't use VoiceOver and you maybe use like Zoom on your phone, um, you'll see that logo, and it'll be again a blue big blue circle with a white phone icon that says "Call Ira." So then you just simply tap that, and when it's tapping, it's calling an agent. Hi,
3: Amy. Thanks for calling Ira. This is Joshua.
1: Hey Joshua, Um, I'm showing people how to call an agent. Can you describe the room and then tell me a little bit about what you could do for us today? Of course,
3: looks like you're standing at the front of a large room. I can see a large chandelier hanging down from the center. On either side of the room, it looks like there are three rows of one, two, three, four, five, six tables set up with white tablecloth. Looks like there's actually a fourth row all the way down to the left. Behind each table, it looks like there are two to three individuals. I count roughly 30 individuals in the room. The floor pattern is a golden red colored carpet in kind of like a geometric floral pattern.
1: Perfect. So, Joshua, can you tell me like a nearby bus stop or maybe a nearby Starbucks?
3: Of course. So, I can see you're currently on East Main Street, if you want to be crazy, there's a Bybloss Cafe. The nearest Starbucks is on East Main Street, about one mile down the road.
1: There's also one in the Hyatt, but it may not come up on the map.
3: <laughs> that is the Starbucks in the, on Main Street.
1: Okay, great. Perfect. Um, so thanks, Joshua. We might um, call you back and ask you a few questions later. So that is how you call an IRA agent. There's no phone number, it's just launching the app and double tapping the app on the icon that we talked about. And then when I get to rate Joshua, do you guys think Joshua was good or poor? All right, and if I wanted to make a comment like, demo time, then I would write it in there and we submit it. And we, um, if an agent is not good, you absolutely should choose poor and tell us a little bit about why. And every single day we look at those comments and then we have a team of folks that we call agent analysts that do extra coaching or training and make sure that our agents are always getting better and better. So do me a favor and let us know in the app after your session. So back to what were we talking about? Calling an IRA agent, product access. So Marty, tell us about product access, especially some with our partners that are in the room.
0: So first, in the same vein, can you please clap if you've called Ira using a product access offer? So our product access offers um, would be focused on software products, so digital products. So it could be if you are a JAWS user, um, and our partnership with Vespero allows you as a JAWS user to connect with Ira if there's something that's preventing you from interacting or using JAWS. Most likely, it's not their product. It's your local machine. It's your desktop. It's your laptop. And so, as as a means to simplify your use of JAWS, you can connect with an IRA agent to overcome that thing, that pop up, that something that's not working, to allow you to use JAWS fluidly, seamlessly. So, I think a lot of people clapped, but I'm not sure if you clapped actually because you did use IRA for a product access offer. But if you did, great. Um, And I think that. Those numbers of partners are just going to grow. There's going to be more ways you can connect for digital product support. Uh, okay.
1: it. So, I want to thank our Vespero partners that are in the room. Give them a shout. They're in the back room. Stand up, gentlemen. And thank our Vespero partners. <laughs> Woo! Thank you. So, again, if you are um, a Fusion user, JAWS, Zoom Text, and I think there's many other products that I don't have on the tip of my tongue um, that, let's say, Jaws fails to speak. Great time for an agent to look, take a look at what's going on the screen and help get Jaws rebooted or speaking again. So we really love you guys, and thanks for your partnership. Um, yeah, good question. So the question from the audience was, would you call in the same way? Same exact way, and when we talked about that banner at the top of the app that said... Search and apply free offers. When you go and search, there are three categories. There are promotions. I'm gonna double check. So we can so there's search and apply a free offer, there's promotions, products, and locations. So the products would be um, our partnership with Vispero, and they list JAWS, Magic, Zoom Text, Fusion. Um, and then we also have a partnership with Intuit. Um, for QuickBooks, as well as other small business tasks that are related for entrepreneurs that are doing things with their small business. So I want to throw it back to the audience. If there's someone who's used a product access offer and wants to tell us about it, would you raise your hand or give a clap? I'd love to hear your story of product access. No one? Well, that's a good signal. There's much more to discover and learn within the IRA app. Um, So a couple of things that I know are really common with our explorers, because I've been an agent, um, are what we just talked about. For some reason, JAWS is not speaking, and an agent's able to tell you what's going on on the screen so that you can restart JAWS and be on your happy way. Um, Other common things for small business owners, maybe you need to take pictures of receipts and upload them to your accounting software. Agents are able to help you snap those photos and help um, load those up into a software platform for your use. Um, Other things, maybe you're doing something on your website and you want some visual information, you want to know aesthetically about an image or colors or the way it's formatted, it's another great way for agents to help with your small business. What other kinds of access are we missing, Marty? What about transportation?
0: I heard of a great use case for the small business offer just this morning. So it was from someone who uh, runs a real estate business. And so what she frequently has to verify is if a check is dated and also endorsed so that it can be properly deposited. And so we were talking through some of the ways that you could use the small business offer. And she said, well, I do this frequently. And there have been, you know, several times where a check hasn't been signed, it's been, it's been returned. Is that, is that something that I could call IRA for and use that offer? And it, it absolutely would be. And I think that uh, you know if you, if you get down into the specifics, there's probably a lot of things as an entrepreneur that would you know, be useful to be able to, uh, to, be able to call IRA for. So that was just something that I had heard this morning. But um, Amy mentioned transit. So when we talk about IRA access and how we're impacting public transit, is we launched uh, our first pilot with a transit agency in Boston, the MBTA, so the Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority, the oldest transit agency in the, in the country. And on May 1st, uh, we started a six-month pilot with them that basically makes all modes of public transit IRA accessible. So whether you are riding the T, which is their subway system, which is above and below ground, whether you're riding their commuter rail train, or any of their buses, or any of their ferries, you have the ability to call and use Ira to simplify the navigation and wayfinding experience using the T. As someone who's sighted, uh, I'm from just north of Boston, I've ridden the T a ton, it's difficult for me, and I frequently get lost. Uh, And just the fact that they're drawing a line in the sand for accessibility is just a really neat thing. Uh, We're about two months in, and we're just hearing some, some really awesome stories. Uh, there, was, there was a multi-car derailment in Boston about three weeks ago. And so there were no injuries, but they were leveraging buses to reroute people to get them to their final destination. And so we heard from an Ira Explorer that was um, directed to get on the, on the wrong bus. So it wasn't, wasn't going to where he needed to actually be. And connecting with an IRA agent, they were able to understand that he wasn't headed in, in the right direction to get off that bus and to get onto the right bus. Uh, so, he, I mean, in that moment, he was thankful that, that the T had partnered with, with IRA. Uh, but it really is our mission to, to create a network across the whole country. Like, what if we had every transit agency in every state? You know, what if, what if anywhere you took public transportation? Ira was there if you wanted to use it, and so that's really what we're what we're what we're driving towards. Well, is is that
3: because you guys are, are using the Wi-Fi for the city, you or, or how how are, you? How, are, how are you contact? How 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 am I gonna know in that town that you have th- that it will work for me? Okay. On the on the transit, I mean, is okay. it is so it because it's Wi-Fi?
0: So, as a, as a resident of Massachusetts, you probably would be connected with one of the local blindness or, or organizations there. So they would make you aware in that capacity. Um, if not, the MBTA is going to be running audio announcements. They're going to have print signs for family and friends to tell their loved ones that Ira might be available. You having the app installed right now, Ira will Ira will tell you. When you're near or in an Ira access location, so if you were about to hop on the the T, you're going to get a notification. It's going to say, "All calls here are free." It says Ira is free on the on the T. I, I
3: guess what I'm, what I'm asking is, is, it, is, it, is is your system really tied up to the internet, or I mean, how how? Yeah. how
1: okay,
3: so so the, okay. Yeah.
1: So the question I think is like. Do I need to have Wi-Fi? What kind of Wi-Fi? Or what about my cell phone provider? Um, so you, if you've downloaded our app on your own device, um, you can connect your phone to any Wi-Fi, right? If there's, there's Wi-Fi here at the convention, you just connect it. And then the call to an agent, right? That session would be going over that Wi-Fi network that you've selected. If you haven't selected a network, then it's going to use your cell phone provider data. So it's up to you to connect on uh, Wi-Fi, or if you haven't, then it'll just use your own cell phone connectivity. And I think we're moving into questions, which is totally cool. So when you raise your hand, I'm gonna run the mic to you so that you can, everyone can hear your question. Here you are, Shingleton.
5: I guess to follow up with that though, uh, with some of the systems that go underground, what about staying connected? Because I know From personal experience like down in D.C., some parts of the subway, you don't get a cell phone signal.
1: Yeah, great question. So um, I would say at least we're doing what we can to be a partner of the 5G sort of need, right? We're a great use case for IoT for good, and as we bring 5G to new places, in the meantime, um, encourage you to leverage Wi-Fi, and are there places in the bottoms and the barrows of the metro that there are no, you know, there's not connectivity? Yes, absolutely. Um, but we've had lots of success in Boston. I, w- and
0: I, would, I would add, too, that um, the reason that we want to partner with every transit agency is to uncover where do those holes exist. And so through a pilot, we have a chance to understand where does it work great and where does it not work so great, letting them know that you have connectivity issues here. It's likely that they already know that. Uh, But then that's a chance um, for us to have that conversation to say, you know, what are the telcos that you're partnered with, and how can they help us create connectivity in those areas where we most definitely need it?
1: Good ad. I have a next question from Steve.
5: Okay, I'm from Indianapolis. I'm sitting here in a different city, different state. When I connect, am I connecting with somebody in or near Rochester or somebody that could be in San Francisco the second part of the question is, Joshua told us about the Starbucks and stuff down the road. How does he know that? Is he getting a different screen than what I'm seeing on mine? Uh, you know, and he's telling her, for example, Walgreens, but how does he know there's a, a McDonald's down the street unless there's a map that he's looking
1: at? Joshua is looking at a map. So what Joshua has is access to our remote present agent dashboard. So he's seeing a live video stream from the camera on the back of your phone or from the camera that are on our Horizon smart glasses. He's also seeing where you're located through a maps integration. He has access to integrate with your Lyft or your Uber account if that's something you want to do. He'd be able to call a ride on your behalf and be able to identify the cars that moves on the map to where you're located and then through the video stream confirm if it is the right color, the right license plate, and help guide you to the right car. So Joshua has a rich information source in the form of the agent dashboard to provide that information. To go to this first part of your question, agents are located all across the US and you are connected to one that's available. It's not regional at this time. And so the whole goal is that IRA agents be excellent um, regardless of where they live and regardless of where you're located. We've had people in Tokyo, we've had people, we have explorers in Australia that use the service and they connect agents here in New York or in California, who are able to leverage the agent dashboard to provide them that information. So that's our goal, that all agents be excellent. Does that answer your question? I see a hand across the room.
3: Uh, this is Ann Brash from um, a suburb of Chicago. Does, do all the Ira agents speak uh, English, if some of them are from
0: elsewhere?
1: So all of our agents are from the US. We have not hired outside of the US at this time and and don't really have plans to do so. So they all speak English. Do they speak other languages? Yes, sometimes, but we don't promise that you'll have one that speaks Spanish or Mandarin or French, Um, but you can imagine a day where we do have uh, additional languages available. But today, English only, they're all in the US. Question over here. you yeah. have a question? Okay. Any other questions? Oh, yes. Sir.
6: Okay. Thank you. Um, if you're talking to an agent, and maybe you've explained things for half a minute, what you want to do, and then they sh- you start working on that, but if the call gets dropped, do you call them back? Do you get the same agent that already knows what you want to do, or does the process start over with a new agent?
1: That was a good question. So, number one, the agent can um, hit a button on the dashboard called reconnect in order to upstart the video. If you've accidentally hung up on them, then you are disconnected. Now, if you call back within two minutes, you'll be automatically reconnected to that same agent. If it's longer than two minutes, um, it's not certain. They'll try to take your call. And if they see, oh, I was just working uh, with Amy, I see she's calling back, they'll likely try and take your call, but it's not an auto-magic thing. And I'm going back to Kay, who is being patient.
3: Well, I was just wondering, is there any way that... Uh, I know that you're supposed to use your own assistive devices, but for those of us who use a walker or a wheelchair, is there any other options for us? Because uh, using a manual chair, I, c- I have to have both hands to wheel.
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. So the question is about uh, the use of a mobility aid, um, specifically in your wheelchair, or maybe like a power scooter. So we are um, revising that and making it really clear to the agents that, um, first of all, if you're in your own home, you can do whatever you normally do, right? Um, But we, you know, it's part of our terms of service that we're not a safety device and we're not replacing your mobility aid or your mobility skills. Once you acknowledge that and accept that as part of our terms of service, that should be the end of that conversation and just have agents provide that service. But I will say that we're kind of re-reminding and doing a little bit of a retraining with agents on that. Great question, Kay. Oh. Yes, please, Michael.
6: Well, I'm probably coming from a slightly different uh, perspective. I am a legally blind guy, but I'm also a certified orientation and mobility specialist. Uh, My wife is totally blind. She's not here at this convention because she just had surgery. But uh, she just uh, recently got ERA with the glasses. Uh, she had it uh, without the glasses and really wasn't uh, using it that much. And the glasses have made a tremendous difference in uh, her use of ERA. Uh, I've had trouble getting it to load on my phone. I've just got some problems with the phone. I've got it straighten out. And so I have not experimented with it with many clients, but at the end of the school year, and at the moment I'm mostly a school comms, um, I did have a couple of students, uh, one kiddo that was like a very bright fourth grader and uh, one graduating uh, high school student. I really wanted to show ERA to the graduating high school student before she graduated. It was like the last lesson I was gonna get to have with her. And we had the glasses, so we went up and uh, This should be a good story for you. Uh, She was uh, really interested, she's kind of a history buff, Uh, non multiply disabled, pretty bright little gal, but very shy, loved history. So there was a historical park about two blocks from the high school that had a uh, old schoolhouse in it. And it was pretty dusty. But you walked in and there was just a little cage where you could look at everything that was in there. Well, I had arranged to have the city actually open up the cage so she could go in and uh, tactically interact with things. But we called up Era as she entered, and the Era agent was walking her around this historical schoolhouse and, like, reading some of the things on the old books, and uh, they looked at the globe together and so on, and... Uh, Then, when she was ready to go back to the school, which was a route that she knew, uh, why I directed uh, her to go ahead and keep the glasses on and uh, let the uh, era uh, agent interact with her on the way back to school. It really turned out to be a wonderful lesson, and uh, you guys are going to absolutely change the face of what us O&M people uh, do with some folks. And that's not a complaint, that's a compliment. I'm glad to have the face changed in that regard. But in wanting to interact with you more, uh, I'm interested amongst all of your promotions and offers and so on, if there is a way that I can, and I heard the uh, presentation yesterday, so I know prices are coming way down on some things, but is there a way I can demo era without having to use some of my, my wife's hours that we're paying 100 bucks a a month
1: for? Great question, Michael. So, today, what's live in our app today is anyone can do a seven day free trial. So, any of your students would be able to download the app and start that um, as part of the lesson. Uh, I will say for explorers, one of the promotions that we talked about in the access offers is for a demo. So, we credit you minutes if you're demoing IRA. Um, but I think maybe, Michael, you and I can talk more yeah. afterwards. Um, if you are in sort of a TVI, um, if you're an own and you want to talk about how you can have Ira be a part of your curriculum, we can work something out. No, TVI. A comms, so comms. I, w- If there is a TVI in the room, I could talk to you about that, too. So, <laughs> All right. Another question on this side.
5: Well, you got me going when you mentioned money. Uh, Looking down the road, realizing that I think uh, the blind population is the most unemployed of any minority group in the country, 100 bucks a month is unrealistic for a lot of people. Where do you see in five or 10 years a price point being? Will that come down dramatically or are we talking 70 bucks a month? I realize you can't commit.
1: Well, we did, we committed last night, Steve. Guess what we announced last night? In the fall, we're gonna have a free plan, so the cost will be zero. Now, you're gonna say, well, what does that mean? And I'm gonna say, that's why Suman's here, talk to him after, no, I'm just kidding. We haven't announced all the details, we don't have um, the specifics, but what we did commit, and Suman is here in the room, he said it last night on stage, that in the fall, we're gonna have a plan that will allow you to use Ira at least every week for free. And so, Will there be options if you want to pay to have more access to IRA? Sure, absolutely. What I know in terms of dollars, but we'll have the ability for anyone to use IRA at least every week for free. Um, in terms of cost, I think that's actually a great lead-in to a part that we didn't talk about, which is our mission as a company um, and why. You know, like how does access happen? So we've talked a little bit about how to use access, the different types of access, but we haven't talked about. Um, you know what we do in order to have those partnerships. So it's really about finding corporate partners and government agencies to partner with us as a company. Marty talked about Boston, so that you know the city of Boston is paying for that service to be available. So imagine sort of every part of your day, from you know wake up and your trip to Starbucks to um, you know maybe a movie at night, and having the ability for those different pieces of your day to be sponsored through companies or uh, public agencies that uh, make access available. Suman, did you want to say something? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
4: I, I want to make a comment on that employment uh, topic that you said, right, which is 70-30, and a lot of people are unemployed. So one of the things that we are doing as a company, which you may or may not know, is something called Ira Employment Program. So Ira Employment Program gives free service for people who are looking for jobs. We call it a job seeker program. And it is anything associated with, uh, either it be updating your LinkedIn profile, updating your resume, or navigating to a new job, or even using or demonstrating IRA on the interview site. It's all free use of uh, IRA for job seeking. And the cool thing is we have some good dramatic results, which I'll be talking next week. Um, uh, uh, from the job seeker program, we have more than like 400 people who leverage that. So I would encourage everybody who doesn't know about this particular offer, to use the job seeker offer, which is free use of IVRA for any job-searching-related activities. Um, and just uh, to steal the thunder, we had more than 55% of the population, which is off of 400, landed on new careers or new jobs as part of this program. So please leverage that, and it's free.
0: I wanted to add one piece, Steve, is that if if we're doing our job right, which is growing our Ira access network, and we truly have a connected network of Ira access locations coast to coast and eventually beyond, uh, then maybe you would just need to use Ira at home and you could have a very small monthly plan to use it in, in the privacy of, of, of your own home, but then when you're grocery shopping, when you're at the mall, when you're at the doctor's, uh, when you're taking the, the, the train, all those locations, the business is shouldering that cost versus you as the consumer.
6: Yeah, I'm going to go off in another direction now. Before I went back to school to become a comms, I worked for a couple of years as a telecommunications administrator in uh, my state, and I was in charge of uh, running the equipment access program, which was largely for the deaf, but uh, we did some things for blind folks and certainly deafblind folks as well. And I also administered the the telecommunication relay services for our state. No, I didn't hire the relay operators, but I was the auditor that made sure that everything was meeting the federal compliance and so on. And as I look at your service and look at the Telecommunications Act, uh, I certainly see parallels. I certainly see aspects of what ERA is doing and what ERA is using that would qualify as an enhanced Telecommunications usury service. Given that, and given the fact that any deaf person anywhere in the United States now can use either a traditional relay service or a, uh, in most areas, a video relay service, uh, free of charge, and that's paid for out of the Universal Service, uh, the Universal Access Fund. Uh, in in most states, or at least there there has to be, the feds require that there has to be a funding stream. In ours, we have a Kansas universal access fund. But my question becomes, uh, and ACB did pass a resolution related to this last year, but I haven't heard anything about progress or what's happening or how we can partner with you at state levels as well as the national level. What activities are being done to attempt to get ERA services, and it's, it won't be your company specifically, there's four or five companies that repeat around the country in Relay, as I'm sure you know. But what, what is the strategy for including ERA in perhaps the next uh, reauthorization of the Telecommunications Act? As an equivalent service providing information through telecommunications for blind people, that telecommunications relay in all of its various incarnations provides for deaf people. It's a little complex, but do you understand my question? Yeah, <laughs> I guess you want all the hard
1: questions.
4: <laughs> no, that's perfect, right? So, oh dear, I don't know where to start. So. In 2015, January, when we were looking into IVRA as a visual interpretation service, you can, as you said, and you're thoroughly well-articulated, it would, an, 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 the analogy is, you have deaf interpretation service, so how can we leverage some of the existing language and then work towards or strategize, as you said, to make Visual interpretation services, part of the act as well. So we have, you know, worked with several different FCC people. We have talked to telecommunication carriers as well. Given the concept is novel, it takes some advocacy effort to for us to really get there. I mean, if you think about it, like four years ago or five years ago, this technology was not possible, right? The variables, the bandwidth, the dashboard, the I mean. It was like technically it was not possible, so we are we are in this thing, like you know just getting explorers right now to be able to use the service, and Paul Strader is pretty much the guy heads on every day, trying to figure out our policy related work, and we also are working with some uh, lobbying organizations out in DC, so I think all in all the generic answer I would say is we have tremendous amounts of projects inside. That are work in progress. That will probably see things in fusion. You know, one year from now, like all the things that you guys are seeing today, are the things that we've been working for the past couple of years or three or more. So, if you have like specific ideas, leads, advocacy-related things, I would welcome you to contact Paul Strader, and he's the guy who is running uh, on point for all the public rela- public policy-related work. But on spot in terms of how you are thinking about it and that would be the ultimate goal. Awesome. Does that answer your question,
1: Is that a good answer for now? Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, great. I'm going to pass. Like I've with Paul. Uh, I, I had a feeling you knew him. All right, Natalie has been very patient. Natalie, I'm going to pass you the mic.
3: So
6: um, I don't know if maybe I can do this now, but my. We have the um, Horizon glasses. And my husband kept trying to convince me to bring the glasses to convention, but I did not want another phone. Um, is there a way to maybe like Bluetooth, um, like Bluetooth or call with the, fo- um, with the glasses from the phone? Because I have not used Ira as much here as I should have, because when I walk with it, I keep forgetting to move my phone, if that makes sense.
1: I, I, let me make sure I understand your question. Are you asking, can you use your phone to start a call, like your, your personal phone to start a call with your Horizon device? Yes, with the glasses. Yes. So the answer is yes, and um, we will take care of that after this session. So I, so, um, but to describe it, you cannot plug the glasses into your own phone, but yeah, you can, when you lo- launch our app on your own phone and make a call, Um, then if we can figure it right, then the um, horizon, it will be going through horizon. Um, So that's not a good way to verbalize it, but the answer is yes, and we'll figure it out after. Yeah, I'll be honest. I would need to um, have help from Suman or Shujan. Suman, do you want to describe how to do it, like run it from your...
4: Yeah, so I think you want to make sure you're using the same account login on your horizon as well as on your phone. Think about it as your, I don't know, iCloud account, right? So as long as it's the same account on all your devices with Aira, they will you will be able to uh, choose the glass on your phone, but the camera feed, everything will go through the horizon and you can still use your existing phone for the audio. If you stop by the booth, then we will have, uh, what do you call, like a hands-on exercise to make that happen, okay. Yeah. All right, there is a question on the right here.
3: Yeah,
2: so um, my Uber got deauthorized for some reason, and whenever I try to reauthorize it, it keeps bringing you back to the Uber screen, and uh, that's it. I can't do anything else. Um, I think if
4: you haven't tried after Friday of last week, you should try it out, because Uber API messed up with us, and then we had to escalate all the way to really um, have them fix the authorization issue. So it was an Uber API issue, then IRA issue. So if you haven't tried in the last couple of days, go ahead and give it a shot now.
0: Still have trouble, please come by the IRA booth. Any other questions? One in the back? Coming back to you back here.
4: Are you, this is uh, Debbie Deathridge from Kentucky, and Uh, I have two questions. Are you gonna be, or have y'all tried to work like with Kroger or any of the major grocery stores to get IRA access? And my second question is, are y'all looking at a plan between maybe the $30 plan and the $99 plan?
0: So I, I would say that we have dozens of active discussions uh, with every large major grocer coast to coast, they're fairly large and substantial organizations. Take some time to wade through. So I know that's not the answer that you want, but just know that we're actively making those calls, trying to let them know uh, what Wegmans did here locally uh, in in Rochester and in all 100 of their of their stores. So I think uh, yes, we we are trying, and I think but we also need your help and your suggestions. So, uh, if you go to ira.io forward slash access, there's a way to get in touch with us. There's a button on that page that says, Let's Talk. And it would let you submit your suggestion to us on maybe a grocery chain that we aren't aware of or a store that you think should be an IRA access location. Maybe it's a place that you have a local connection to that you could make an introduction where we could connect with that store manager and step them through that process of what it looks like to join the IRA access network. And then the second part of your question was around pricing plans. Uh, To date, the only thing that we've heard, which was from Suman last night, is that in the fall, the one change is going to be access to a free tier. Beyond that, I haven't heard any other talk of any other pricing changes.
1: I'll pass it over to Armand for the last question. Then I'll say, if you got a white rose or you have something else that you want help with, we will um, either help you now or we are at the booth the rest of the week, booths 9 or 10, and we're happy to do anything we can. So, Armand, lead us off with your last question.
2: Hi, Amy. Thank you. This is Armand Bekalian from Sacramento. Can you folks talk about if you're uh, involved with a business or, and I don't know if this extends to nonprofits, I'm part of a braille transcribing group, and sometimes I need some uh, visual help because all the transcribers are sighted, and they forget that I'm the only blind guy in there, and it's hard to get the transcribers to do stuff so I can access it. But if I need some business help or something like that, how do I identify to the agent or working with a nonprofit in in the... um, Capacity as president, how do I explain that, or t- what do I tell the agent?
1: Let me make sure I understand your question, Armand. So, if you is it are you thinking about like a business account, like your is it an is it related to an access offer, and how that relates to a nonprofit in which you're involved?
2: Well, it would be my own personal account because the the transcribers don't have one. But if I had a personal account and I needed to do transcriber-related or 501c3-related business, does that qualify under your small business? And if so, how do I tell the agent that?
1: Got it. So the question is if the Intuit offer applies to 501c3s. And it does. And you just need to, when the agent is confirming that it is part of an entrepreneurial offer, you just, um, you would have signed up for that account. Remember when you initiate an access promotion for small business, they ask for like your business name. So you'd want to just have added that and make sure the agent is aware that your session is going to be related to work for a small business. So
2: uh, how do we sign up or add that to our pre-existing account?
1: So when you first go and and the very first time you use uh, the small business offer, it asks you for your business name. There's like a very small screen, so that's where you would add, there's like four different fields, the name of the business, um, and I don't know what else they ask. It's literally like two or three questions that you input. Okay, thank
4: you. Yeah, Great you question. Your tax ID number, oh, and tax. your employee identification name, so that should
1: do it. Okay. So EIN and business name are the two things. Thanks, man. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for your time today and for helping us build our access network all across the U.S. Um, Again, if you are wanting some sort of help downloading or signing up or there's a question that um, we needed to take offline, the three of us, myself, Marty, Suman, and Anthony who is also in the back, are happy to help and if there's something that we can't quite figure out, um, we will take it up at the booth with our friend Shujan tomorrow. So, thank you again and if you Need something? uh, Just raise your hand and one of us will come your way. Thanks again and happy exploring.
0: thing we did forget was the, was the closing code for the continuing education credits. So bear with us, we're just going to uh, pull it from Amy's laptop here. Give me about 30 seconds. the end code is c is in charlie the number 2 c is in charlie 7 8 and we hope that everyone will come monday night 6 p.m. in the riverside lounge the ira explorer appreciation party it's going to be awesome so 6 to 8:30 monday night riverside lounge thank you 6 to 8.30, you got it.